Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Connecting Faith and Life. I am Mr. Brown. Thank you for joining me. And this is the ministry of Proclaim Ministries, and our whole desire of Proclaim Ministries is helping you live for God by connecting faith and life. And today, I want to talk about kids' ministry. Yes, kids' ministry, and uh, I, the importance of kids' ministry. And I think, I, I guess, I, I got a bone to pick. I guess, kinda. I just think sometimes we don't put enough energy, effort into teaching kids in kids ministry sometime i believe it's more of a babysitting adventure and i think that shouldn't be so anyway i want to talk about that not to point fingers but to encourage us as the body of christ to invest in the next generation and uh, you know it's important i think it's important so i'm going to share some of my past my present and hopefully my future with uh kids ministry and what we're doing with proclaim ministries to help uh help you leaders parents and kids themselves uh, live for God by connecting faith and life. So thanks for joining me, and let's get into this episode. Everybody, uh, let's talk about kids' ministry. And I want to just have uh, this is more of a dialogue. Hopefully, I wish I had somebody here with me. Maybe you're with me. You are with me. You're listening. And uh, I would love for you to share some of your thoughts about kids' ministry. So let me tell you how I got started in kids' ministry. Uh, I got start, it started in kids' ministry back in high school before it was kids ministry. It wasn't kids ministry. It was just working with kids. So what happened was our fifth grade, uh, fifth grade uh, elementary school was having an overnight camping trip. And they asked us as the high school to be volunteers or counselors. And so I volunteered and that's before I did not know I didn't like camping, but I, I, I've done camp ministry for years, um, even though I don't like camping myself, but I, I like the idea of getting kids away from there their normal environment to be in a different place and uh i'm speaking at a uh, junior high or high school junior high, high school camp coming up soon but anyway this wasn't a christian event this was just a school and so i went to the school and um before we got on the bus i had kids playing on the playground like i organized some games no one told me to i just did it and then uh, on the bus i had kids singing songs playing games and one of the teachers walked to the back of the bus and she asked me have you ever thought about being a teacher? My response was, no, because <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like school. I didn't. I didn't. You know. I just didn't. It was. I think back then I wasn't being taught in a way that was more energetic. It was like, hey, sit down, listen. And I just wasn't. I didn't like school, so I never thought about being a teacher per se. Um, but I started working with kids. That got me. I guess it got my teeth wet or my desire to work with kids. So I started working in the after school program. Started working in day camps in the summer. Um, and then someone in my church noticed I was really good working with kids. They said, why don't you, why don't you become the youth pastor? Why don't you start teaching kids in church? And I didn't know how to teach the Bible. And I told them, I don't want to teach the Bible. But I did it anyway. And so what I became was one of the best uh, youth recreational leaders in the country. <laughs> I could organize a great game of kickball or uh, all, all kind of games, right? But I wasn't teaching them anything. I was just doing recreational stuff until uh, somebody told me about an organization called Child Evangelism Fellowship, CEF. And I had them come and Tim Hatch, who became a, a mentor and a friend over the years, uh, he came with his wife and they did some training for us um, how to teach kids the gospel. And I just fell in love with the simplicity of teaching kids the Bible. And I believe this, if you can teach kids and explain the gospel to children, you can explain it to anyone. I think sometimes in church, we, we talk above people and not where people are. Um, and I think for me, it just made it so simple because 
I didn't understand it myself in a way that I can articulate. And a lot of people struggle with sharing the gospel um, to their peers, other people. And I think this helped me to be able to explain it to a five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old and understand it myself. So I got involved with them and I eventually became a full-time missionary with them, um, teaching backyard Bible club, five-day clubs, good news clubs in public schools. And then I took a, a job at the international headquarters in Missouri um, and traveling as a recruiter and training students to go overseas for summer missions and urban summer missions. And so I just really love teaching children the word of God. And I love interacting with them too. And all of, all of it goes together to me. And so my training for teaching kids came from them. And I've taken some of that, internalized it myself. And now we as Proclaim Ministries, we also provide uh, kids ministry uh, videos, whether it be Bible lessons, memory verses. And also we just added recently training for leaders. So check that out at proclaimministry.com slash kids. You will see a bunch of training. One of the uh, sections I want you to go to is really the vlog where I just make one-off videos about these different topics. And it's all on our website, proclaimministry.com slash kids. You also, please do me a favor, subscribe to our kids channel. We made another channel on YouTube because YouTube is very specific about algorithms and you know what video, who's video for. And so go to proclaim, go to youtube.com slash Proclaim Kids, or just go to our website, ProclaimMission.com. We'll have a link somewhere to the YouTube channel. I want to reach other people, and YouTube can be a good platform to reach other churches, and they're searching for kids' ministry training. So if you subscribe, like the videos, the algorithm will go, oh, this is good, because here's the thing with YouTube. YouTube wants to get paid, so they'll promote your videos if they have a they get paid, if, you know, if they make money off of it, or they get other people YouTube. So uh, do that for us as well. But I want to talk more about kids' ministry, and I think... The state of kids ministry, just from my experience over the years, I was a kids pastor for a while at a local church here in Reading. And uh, I just think sometimes we don't put enough effort into teaching kids the word of God. I think we can have some great, um, you know, uh, events for kids and songs and games and playing with things. But I, I think we need to really reconsider, are we putting the investment we need to teach kids the word of God? And I know some people think that kids can't understand the Bible, can't understand the gospel. And I disagree with that because at the bottom line, it's not about the kid's ability to reach to God, but God's desire and ability to reach kids. And um, I think they can learn. And if you look at our world today, everybody's going after our kids from their sexuality, from their gender, from drugs, alcohol. I mean, you name it. People are going after kids. And if you look at the culture, like, you know, you see kids twerking and kids, you know, I saw this video, a seven-year-old boy rapping, and it was horrible. Not that rap is horrible, but what he was rapping about was horrible, about guns and violence and other people were encouraging him. Like, what? And I think, you know, a lot of this stuff is being pushed on them and they're absorbing it. They're, they're hearing it. And, and there's so many people going after our kids. And here's a question for us as, as, the, as the body of Christ. Are we teaching our kids? Are we teaching the next generation? And I know it's just starting the home, but some of these kids that come to churches don't have Christian homes. And I think the church, and I think the, the, what our role as a church is to equip the saints for the work in ministry. We need to be equipping parents. And I, I said this at a, uh, I was another church and I was speaking. It is not the church's job to, to disciple our kids. It is the parents' job to disciple the kids. The church's job is to equip the parents to disciple their kids, to partner with parents. I know we have a youth group. I know we have kids ministry. And sometimes churches, you know, you go to a church on Sunday morning, the adults are here, youth are here, and kids are here, right? And, and, and we think, oh, teach my kid, disciple my kid. 
Now, we should offer some things for your kids, maybe. Uh, I don't mind if kids go to actual big church, so it's called. Like, I like when kids go to big church because they can learn how to be in church and listen to the pastor preach, and it's not all about fun and games. But I think there it may be a space for a space for kids to do things with one kid. But we got to make sure we're teaching. And here's the uh, a question I, I, I like to pose to the church leadership. Are we, would we treat the main service, the adults, the way we teach the kids or the way we, you know, treat the kids? So in other words, the way we prepare our messages and prepare all the unique things for a typical Sunday service, do we put the same effort in teaching the kids? Are we making sure we're teaching biblically sound things? Are we making sure there's a point? Are we making sure that all these things are in place? And many churches are, so it's not a criticism, but I think we need to evaluate that because I think sometimes we'll just say, okay, whoever wants to teach the kids, teach the kids, and we don't vet them. We, we let the same people teach our kids, teach on a Sunday service. I just, I think that's something we need to consider because we need to be training our teachers who are teaching our kids. Are we putting effort, whether that be uh, training them ourselves? Are we doing? Um, are we putting the money, um, putting the resources in place to teach our teachers who are teaching our kids, or is it just like, oh, we got somebody in place, let's just do it, right? Keep them busy for an hour, hour and a half while we do the big church, and then come pick up your kids afterwards. And I think we need to be planting better seeds. And that's why I, I and here's the thing, you know, it's easy for us to complain about things that we don't see being done in the church, but are we doing something about it? And I'm willing to step in there and do something about it. That's why Proclaim Ministries, we're providing these resources. We have a lot of training on, on kids ministries and things that I've learned I want to share, but I'm also teaching kids in my church. I'm, I'm volunteering to work. I'm not the kids pastor. I know there's been a rumor around our town that I've become the youth pastor of this church. I'm not the youth pastor. I do a lot of teaching, which I really enjoy. I have no desire to, to, to be a youth pastor again in that capacity as far as, you know, being on staff and, you know, doing all the logistical stuff that has to be done. Hey, that's not my gifting. I want to teach and I want to train. And so I'm able to do that through Proclaim Ministries to help teach and train, teach kids myself, but also train youth leaders and kids leaders to do ministry. So um, I just want to challenge us with that because I'm going to read a passage to you because I think this is so important that, that we get the right perspective on ministry itself. Um, Ephesians chapter Four verse 11 says this, and he gave the apostles and prophets and evangelists and shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ. And I think that is so important that the job of uh, these apostles, or back in the, they were talking about apostles and prophets, but in our context, preachers, teachers, evangelists, what is, what is our role? Our role, he gave us to the church to equip the saints for the work of ministry. It's not for all the pastors to do all the work. It is for the pastors and the teachers to equip the saints. Now, I'm grateful. I get to do some teaching too, but I also want to help equip, help equip the saints. And especially, not especially, in kids ministry as well. I don't want to put a hierarchy on who we're teaching, whether it's kids, uh, youth, uh, singles, all the categories we have. We, all, we need to put an effort into teaching all of us, the word of God, to equip the saints to, for the work of ministry. And that includes our kids. And again, maybe your church is doing that well, but I think it's something we need to evaluate. 
evaluate what are we doing with our kids? Are we just having them color pictures? Are we taking time to teach them? Are we equipping our saints? Are we equipping the parents? Are we equipping uh, the, the workers on Sunday morning to really be able to teach the kids the word of God in a way that they can, they can grasp it and grow? Because I believe this, God is able to save kids. And when, listen, when kids get saved, they have the same Holy Spirit we have. There's not a junior Holy, junior Holy Spirit. They have the same Holy Spirit. And do, are we trusting God as we teach the word of God to them that God will teach and grow them in the faith? And I believe he will. So I just want to challenge uh, us as believers to really think about it. First, first of all, as parents, like, you know, sometimes I would get upset. Well, why is the church doing this? Guess what? It's my responsibility, first and foremost, to be keep teaching my kids basic biblical doctrine. I think that's a word that we don't hear much anymore, doctrine. Like, who is God? What is the Bible? Who is Jesus? Sometimes we teach kids more moral lessons about being a good friend and, 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 and treating people kindly. Let's teach them about who God is, because if they understand who God is and the character of God, and I've been listening to uh, the book, uh, The Knowledge of the Holy, and I'm looking forward to teaching our Sunday school kids some of these attributes of God, like God is immutable, that he does not change. You know, we can trust God because he can't change. That's why I deal connecting faith in life. If I know that the God who created all things is the same, he does not change. When I read the Bible, see how faithful God was then, he's still faithful today. As I, I look about the look in the Bible, see that God is is the creator of all things, which means He's the creator, He's the ruler of all things. He has the whole world in His hand. Also, the fact that God is sovereign, that He controls all things, and the earlier these kids know this, the more they can put their faith in the God who created them for His own purposes. And I think we need to plant these seeds. Talk about who God is. Talk about where the Bible came from, so they can have security. I mean, even the idea of this, that the Bible says in, in Genesis 1.27 that God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And if we start teaching those basic biblical truths when they're early, when the world comes along and says, hey, you can change your gender from female to male or male to female, and there's, there's, there's more than one, two genders. No, no, no. The Bible says this. And we, we don't find ourselves behind the eight ball trying to catch up with the world teaching our kids because we, we taught them the foundational truths. So um, I would love to know what you think about this. Am I off? Am I, am I being crazy? Um, I, I, I could be off. I mean, I don't know. But I, I really do believe we need to do a better job or really have a focus on um, really teaching. And this is not aimed at any particular church. This is just the idea. I've been to a lot of churches, been working with a lot of kids' ministries across the country. Um, and even looking online and seeing what we're teaching our kids, are we really equipping the saints for the work in ministry and putting effort into teaching our kids the word of God and making sure that, that we're teaching them truth, teaching them things that they can build a life on. And so let me know what you think. Um, I, uh, I, I just, this is my heart. I mean, and it's not just for kids. I, I, same thing with youth. I work with youth as well. Students ministry. Are we putting the effort into training our youth? Um, are, are we playing too many games? And I'll do another video on student ministry and, and some thoughts about that. And I'm not, again, it's not that I'm criticizing but I want us to contemplate it so we can do better. So we can build up the saints. And the Bible says that we are to, to build up the body of Christ. And the body of Christ includes children, students, adults, all the different segments we have that we break the church in, whether it be 65 and older, singles, 35 and older, <laughs> the men's group, the men, women's ministry. All of it, I believe, we need to be doing more and more to help people uh, live for God by connecting faith and life. That's our job, but also to build up 
the body of Christ. So I don't know. What do you think about that? Let me know what your thoughts are. Um, I could be off. Uh, I could be right. <laughs> but thank you for listening to this episode of uh, Connect Makes Life. And I'm Mr. Brown, by the way. Um, I got kind of off because I was waiting for the music to come in. But uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you have a chance, please go to our website, proclaimingissue.com slash app slash give slash kids. Just go to the website. And there's so many resources that we want to help you all live for God by connecting faith and life. <laughs>